promotions as a staff. And by the way, I'm so grateful uh, for all of the blessings throughout the year uh, through the devotions. If you don't get those, you can go online and we can uh, you can get those. But I shared what I was going to share about today, and I gave the scripture. And what I ask you to do, and what I'm going to ask you to do right now, is I'm going to read from Luke the second chapter, the Christmas story, and I'm going to read verses eight through fourteen. But when I get to verse 11, I'm going to really slow it down, and I want you to meditate on it, verse 11. I want you to think about it. We're going to take a phrase out of verse 11, and let that be our word today. So Luke, the second chapter, beginning in verse 8. Now there were, there were in the same country shepherds living out in the field. Let your mind, your imagination, shepherds, they're living out there in the fields. They're keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, Luke likes to use that word, behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. They were greatly afraid. I'm sure they were standing there with their mouths dropped open, not sure what to say. Behold, an angel standing there before them. Then the angel said to them, do not be afraid. That seems to be in Scripture the angels opening line. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. For behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. Tyler prayed a while ago. All people. You're going to need it. You're going to need this great news, this good tidings of great joy. Now, verse 11, I'm going to slow down and let you meditate on it. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. It's born to you this day a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you you will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly, that's another word that Luke likes to use. Luke wrote the book of Acts, and when the Holy Spirit came, he said, and suddenly. So, and suddenly, there was with the angel a multitude. I grew up mildly, Alabama. I'll translate that for you. Multitude, that means buku. That means a whole bunch. It were buku heavenly hosts. We, again, our imagination is exactly what that looked like. They got to see it. This heavenly host, they were praising God. They were saying glory, glory to God in highest. And on earth, peace and goodwill toward men. Would you meditate on that verse 11? I narrow it down to just born to you. This day, a Savior. This verse was not only for Israeli Jewish shepherds. It was for you. To you this day. I thought about doing this, but I know this would make you uncomfortable, but I thought about saying to you this day and then call out several of your names. To you this day, Tyler. Ray, to you this day. Amy, to you this day. Sister Pam, Sister Ann, to you this 
Shepherds were working third shift. They did that quite often. They're simply doing their job. It's their livelihood. When we were in Israel, we saw, much like it was 2,000 years ago, some of you went on a trip with those nomad shepherds. Just like it was. They're out there by night. But God shows up slap in the middle of their life. They're in awe. They're afraid. They are a people of faith. They, they go from not knowing what to expect to perhaps smiling. It doesn't tell us that, but I wonder if they, you know, as they kind of got over the fear, they, they started giggling maybe. Maybe they laughed out loud. Then they were given some extremely powerful, life-changing news. Good news, good tidings, great joy. Right in the middle of their life. They behold, they have a behold moment, an angel sighting. They're given the greatest information ever. They're given a sign. They were given an an unsuddenly moment. You you've had some of those, haven't you? Just suddenly, gotcha. Then they then they have that heavenly host, these heavenly beings, praising God, glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace and goodwill toward men. And the angelic message delivered to these shepherds at their workplace could not be more eloquent, but so simplistic to you today, the Savior. Eloquent, but, but simple. And so God's presence showed up right in the middle of their life, just like He shows up in your life. Sometimes in the middle of the everyday workplace. Sometimes in the mundane. Sometimes, hopefully, it's at church every now and then. He just comes. And he's with us. Nancy Smith, uh, she gave the staff, I, I think we all got the same book. Uh, maybe she gave different ones. I'm seeing Nancy's here this morning. She's the same. She came by late in the week. And maybe it was Thursday. And she brought gifts for every one of the staff, and she had a personal note to each of us. And she gave me Max Lucado's book, I Like Max Lucado, In the Manger. So I thumbed through it on Friday, and I, I found this, and it's personal. But in Max Lucado's portion I'm going to read to you, he quoted from John's Christmas story. You know, John doesn't give us a lot of details. He just goes straight for it. And so in John 1.14, the word. Word became flesh and he dwelt among 
potato, says Zeal. The operative word is among. He was adorned in the costliest, he was adorned in the costliest of robes. A human body. He made a throne out of a manger and a royal court out of some calf. He took a common name, Jesus, and made it holy. He took a common people and made them the same. He could have lived over us. He could have lived away from us. But he didn't. He lived among us. Our God came and lived among us. He became a friend of the sinner, a brother to the poor. He touched their sores. He felt their tears. He paid for their mistakes. And the time of prayer touched me and honored me. That's what he does. He just shows up among us. He's still here. He's sitting here today for you, the Savior that he is. On Sunday, Lana and I Sunday, the Aldridge brother will see Jamie's cousin, Lee Mather, today. Spent a couple of nights with us earlier in the week, and I came home, I think it was Monday night, and we were talking about different things. We're sitting there, and he's flipping through the channel, and he said, oh, and he said, oh, man, I, I like this movie. You, you ever seen it? You like this movie? And I said, oh, yeah, that's the book of Eli. I'm seeing you nod, the book of Eli. Maybe you haven't seen it, but I encourage you to watch it. Now, theologically, we preachers, we rub our heads, and, but I like the movie. The book of Eli, Denzel Washington, he has the last copy of the book the Bible. The Holocaust type things have come and the earth has been destroyed and there's very few people left. 30 or 50 years, I can't remember the movie, have gone by and so there's cannibalism, there's hate, there's anger, but he has the book. So everybody wants the book and he defends the book and he's going to get the book to a printer so that more people can have the word, the book. So he befriends a young woman in this movie, and uh, she wants to know what's in the book. And so they're they're running, and one night there's a campfire, and she asked him, tell me something out of the book. Please, please quote me something out of the book. Maybe you know where I'm going with this. And so Denzel Washington does. Okay. So he has it memorized. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. So he says that to this young girl. And when he gets through, she expresses, Oh, how beautiful. It's so beautiful. Please tell me more. And he does. She wants to hear more of what's in the book. I want us to do today for you, the Savior that he is. I want us to quote the 
particular psalm, if you don't have it memorized, I'm going to give a line, and I want you to repeat it. By the way, it was written by a shepherd. Little boy. Candy kid. But he wrote this beloved, probably the most beloved psalm. So I'm going to just say a line. If you want to say it out loud, you can. If you're just going to say it under your breath or just in your own spirit. But the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still. leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake yea though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I will fear no evil you are with me your rod and your staff They comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Oh, you anoint my head with oil. Oh, my cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. All the something a little different this morning I already shared with Benny and we're going to add a song we're going to sing Away in a Manger Away in a Manger is on hymn number 217 we're going to sing Joy to the World after that but during this song Away in a Manger the altar is open just let there be a freedom if you want to come like the Magi if you want to come like those shepherds and worship with Christ's family we invite you to come as we sing Away in a Manger We'll sing all three verses. Benny will continue to play until we're through at the altar. And you may return to your seat there and we'll sing joy to the world after that. But right now, we're going to stand together and sing hymn number 217, Away in a Manger, and the altar is open for you this day. <laughs> 